China may be cracking down on bird flu chatter online, but here in the U.S., public health experts see great value in what's said on the Internet about infectious diseases. In fact, a growing number of projects are tracking the spread of germs by watching social media. It's a concept with great promise, but as the world's Ritu Chatterjee reports, it also comes with some challenges. In an office at Children's Hospital in Boston, software developer Clark Freifeld opens his web browser. This is Health Map. Health Map is a site he helped create. The homepage shows a map of the world, cluttered with pins or markers in different places. Each marker that you see on the map represents a particular location, and I can click on one of those locations, and then I will see uh, a listing of recent events and infectious disease that have happened for that location. He shows me by clicking on Hong Kong. There's some interesting uh, information about the recent bird flu cases uh, that have happened in China. The application continuously scans tens of thousands of websites in 12 different languages, looking for information on potential disease outbreaks. Freifeld says the information comes from news reports, blogs, health agency websites, and informal discussion boards for health professionals. Because we're collecting the information together, you know, that can give uh, public health officials kind of an early picture of what's going on. And early is important when you're trying to stop a pandemic. But how can you be sure the information is accurate? That's a challenge for many Internet-based efforts to track diseases. Take, for example, a relatively new platform that listens in on Twitter conversations. It's called Mappy Health. That's M-A-P-P-Y-Health.com. Brian Norris is one of the creators of the platform. Which basically ingests tweets based on certain terms related to disease, and then we do analytics on those tweets on our platform. Those analytics look for trends. For instance, has there been a sudden increase in people tweeting about cholera or measles? That might indicate an outbreak. That's why Norris says Mappy Health can serve as an early warning system. And a good example of that would be this year's flu season. The platform recorded a spike in flu-related conversations as early as October, suggesting that the flu season had started earlier than expected. This observation, he says, was later confirmed by more rigorous data from government health officials. But Norris is quick to point out that not every spike is an outbreak. Take, for example, a recent spike in Twitter conversations on pneumonia. Pneumonia saw a spike recently on March 28th, and then it it teared down, and then you see another sort of mini spike after it around the 30th. Closer scrutiny of the content of the tweets revealed that people weren't saying that they or their friends had pneumonia. Rather, they were tweeting about the recent illness of Nelson Mandela. The case illustrates one of the main challenges of using social media to track disease outbreaks. John Brownstein is a pediatrician at Harvard Medical School and one of the creators of the Health Map website. So if there's an event happening in the news about illnesses that are taking place maybe halfway around the world, people will start their comment about that event. And so you might have difficulties separating what people are talking about in terms of themselves or commenting on that event. Other problems have cropped up with another cutting-edge tool, Google Flu. Google Flu analyzes how frequently people search for the word flu and related terms in Google. It uses that information to compute what percentage of people in a population may have the flu. The tool is being used in 29 different countries and provides a near real-time estimate of how bad a flu season may be. 
Officials have found that it's mostly reliable. But last year, Google flu's estimates for peak flu in the U.S. over Christmas were almost double the CDC's. It's not clear why the estimates were so far off. But a spokesperson for Google.org says that researchers will update the model based on data from this past season. Public health experts aren't discouraged by these errors. Larry Madoff is an epidemiologist at Harvard University. He says tools like Google Flu will get refined with time. And already, they're doing a lot of good. Use of these types of tools has helped to dramatically decrease the amount of time that it takes to discover an outbreak. That's what he found in a recent study. Back in the 90s, it took, on average, a month for an outbreak to occur and be reported publicly for the first time. Today, it takes about two weeks. And that time, Madoff hopes, will continue to shorten as disease surveillance on the Internet gets more sophisticated. For The World, I'm Ritu Chatterjee.